Hi, welcome to Navigating the Spectrum with Michelle Portlock. I'm your host, Michelle Portlock, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. Today, I am so excited. I have followed this nonprofit called Peak Parent Center, and I have appreciated so many of the resources that I have been able to tap into. And so I reached out to Shirley Swope, and she agreed to do a podcast with me. And I am so grateful. Shirley is a parent invite and she is a parent advisor and trainer at Peak Parent Center. So thank you, Shirley, for being with me today. Well, thank you, Michelle, for having me. I'm really happy to be here and talk with uh, you and the families that you serve. Thank you. And I and I do believe those of you that are listening that this will be such useful information for you. So I'm excited for you to um, be a part of this today. So Shirley, let's start with a simple question. And that is just what is PEAK? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, PEAK Parent Center is the um, federally designated parent training and information center for the state of Colorado. Every Mm -hmm. state has a parent training and information center or PTI. We happen to be it for Colorado. We happen to be in Colorado Springs, but we do serve the state of Colorado. We're not a very big organization. We have about 20 of us who um, serve in different roles at Peak Parent Center. Most of us are part-time. Peak Parent Center started because of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act back in 1974. It was at that time called the Education of Handicapped Children's Act. And that was the Hmm. first education law for specifically for children who had disabilities. And at that point, before 1974, before this law was passed, public schools were allowed to exclude children with disabilities from education. And when this law was passed, then they could not, they could no longer exclude children from education, but they had to provide a free, appropriate public education or FAPE or FAPE, a term that Mm -hmm. um, in the special ed world people know or hear a lot. Mm -hmm. So those that was the beginning of the Parent Training Information Center. So at that time, uh, two moms got together and started Peak Parent Center. And every parent center is a nonprofit, but we do get some grant money from the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education. And we have some other grants that also help fund us. We do take donations. <clears throat> and Uh, The purpose was to help parents have a place where they could get information around disability issues, resources, community resources, and that special education law, which is provide students with an individualized education program or IEP. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of training and work around developing IEPs and also around resources within the community um, to connect people together to help them network, but also 
to give them a place where they can ask questions and learn. We have the philosophy of, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. We want yes. parents to be advocates for their children for a lifetime. So we really encourage parents to learn and get involved around um, their children's education issues and to make their voice heard because parents know their children best and parents are the best advocates a child can have. I love that you say that. I absolutely agree 100%. Something that I think when you talk about FAPE, I think the word in FAPE that the it's free and appropriate. And I think that that is the tricky word appropriate because what parents believe and see is most appropriate for their child doesn't always match up with what the school system believes is appropriate for their child. And so I thought, I think what I love that you do is you actually do, and I participated in like free trainings for parents to better understand what this system is and how we can navigate the education system, how we can be most successful as parents so that we can also pass that success on to our child. And I love that you provide those resources. So how can parents tap into some of those available resources? Well, um, all of our, we do provide workshops throughout the year and you really get to meet some really wonderful people. But right now, all of our trainings are through Zoom and recorded webinars. So we do have um, a, a bank of recorded webinars on PEAK's website, which is just peakparent.org. And if you go there and look under resources, you can find our recorded webinars. And we have a series of webinars around different issues starting from, and we change them out. So as they um, will we'll do them again and get fresh information kind of online. But um, you're welcome to listen to any of those webinars anytime. And we get a lot of hits on those webinars between midnight and three in the morning, which is interesting. But as parents with children, you know, who struggle in school or when you're concerned about it, um, those restless nights pick up a lot of, uh, <laughs> or they're trying to go to sleep and it's pretty, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will put me to sleep. So, um, but we do get um, a lot of visits during that time. And part of the, um, we do webinars on, you know, parent training on the IEP, but we also do on communication and how to talk to professionals. Schools are a business and education is a business. And um, it's good to approach it that way because it, takes a little bit of the sting out of it sting mm -hmm. in that you're telling me what my child can't do no we're, mm -hmm. we're saying how can this child be educated all children can be educated and all children can learn but you're absolutely right what is appropriate for one is not appropriate for another one but mm -hmm. through the through the individuals with disabilities education act it really states that you base the iep 
on a student's unique and individual need. So when schools are looking at children, they're looking at a whole classroom or they're looking at a group and how can mm -hmm. we stretch our services? How can we stretch our money to meet the needs mm -hmm. of everyone? Parents have a single focus and that focus is their child. How can mm -hmm. this child be served? You're absolutely right when it comes to that word appropriate. It's very vague mm -hmm. and means something very unique and individual for each a student out there. So um, with that in mind, you have to, you know, look at <clears throat> what is the student need and how can the need be met? You may have mm -hmm. to, you know, we may have to come to a consensus. Okay. I, I don't know if this is going to work, but we'll try it for two weeks and see, <laughs> or sure. we'll come back to it and we'll address it again because the IEP really is um, meant to be a more flexible document, but it's, it's simply a plan, is simply looking into the future and making a plan for education that we think is gonna work for this student. And if it doesn't work, you call a new meeting, you say, that didn't work, we need to do something new. <clears throat> so that uh, flexibility needs to be assumed in the IEP, but it needs to be really addressed. So know that when you the schools say, this is it, this is the only thing we can do. Um, I often tell parents don't take no for an answer for at least five times. Mm, that's and good advice. Because it keeps the conversation going. The need's there, how are we gonna meet the need? It's not mm -hmm. what the parent wants, it's not what the school wants, it's what the child needs. Mm -hmm. see the need meet the challenge I I really appreciate that you share that because I think what you're talking about when you mention how to communicate with professionals sometimes it can be intimidating for parents because they don't have the lingo and they maybe don't have the same expertise in some of those areas that the professionals have so I think it's very wise to train parents how to speak with professionals because I mean I at one point I took a step back and I thought you know what I'm going to consider myself a professional parent that is what I am really skilled at is parenting uh -huh. <laughs> before before I became before I became a professional I I kind of looked at it in those terms and I thought I know exactly what my child needs and I can see this. And so I need to learn how to effectively communicate that. And sometimes that means looking at your child's need and expanding ways that we can, that we can see could be useful in helping meet that need. And I think um, working to be more collaborative with professionals as opposed to potentially oppositional being you know is is a really effective way to come at it to approach it um try to be calm and show up with information and a good listening ear and i i know just from listening to some of the webinars that you have put out um, i've learned quite a bit of information about how to effectively collaborate and actually on your website it says one of the things that one of the topics that you mention is it says families can successfully participate 
collaborative, collaboratively with professionals on behalf of their children if they have information and training. Absolutely. So, and, and absolutely, yeah. and it does work. Um, it's, and that's the, the best approach to take, Michelle, is to consider yourself an equal partner of the IEP team and on mm -hmm. that same professional level as the others. And the law mm -hmm. kind of assumes that. And um, we do have trainings on facilitated IEP meetings. The, uh, we work in collaboration with the Colorado Department of Education on a couple of projects. And one is we provide trainings on facilitated IEPs. And that's something that Colorado offers. And a facilitated IEP is simply an IEP that's conducted, the meeting is conducted by a trained facilitator. Anyone can take this training. And it's really, the point too is, we have that on the website, or we will if we don't have that on there, but I think we have it on there. And um, it, it is those communication skills, but the more that parents understand facilitated IEPs, the better they can participate in the uh, facilitated IEP meeting. It's a free service from the um, state of Colorado for um, schools and par parents can, you know, ask for facilitated IEP meeting. And it simply is a trained person will show up and have an agenda and make sure that before they leave one section of the IEP that everyone is in consensus, not total agreement, perhaps, but in consensus with it, that we really understand what the other team or the, the other members of the team, I should say, are saying and where they're coming from. So as you move forward through the development of the IEP, you're, you're building on agreed concepts all the way through. And if you hit yes. a roadblock, you hit a roadblock and you work through it before you move on. I, I so love that you, that you mentioned using a facilitator. I think oftentimes parents feel overwhelmed showing up on their own. And, and so I think having a better background of knowledge and information makes you feel, can help a parent feel like they're standing on two feet solidly. And I think that makes a difference. IEPs can be an emotional experience. You're talking about your child's welfare Absolutely. and their well-being. And so emotions, they arise and we just have to learn how to manage those emotions because um, when we manage those emotions, we're better, better able to effectively communicate with the rest of the team. So I, I so appreciate you joining me today. This is such valuable information. I just have one more question for you. And that would be, what advice would you give to parents raising children with additional needs as far as helping them receive services? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> and <laughs> it's um, kind of a low when you know when a, a parent has a child we we start off with all these hopes and dreams for any child that we have and um mm -hmm. i have a son who has a severe hearing loss and acquired it at the time of his birth 
and um, that kind of, he was one of those really sick babies and went through mm -hmm. a lot. He's, he now is a, a, a daddy of two and he and his wife live in Fort Collins and he's a professional computer person who makes maps and all of this stuff that. and, you know, graduated college. He was in early intervention, had an IEP all the way through school, had a section 504 plan all the way through college. So mm -hmm. he, he's pretty normal, average, you know, Joe now, but um, <laughs> what you realize is that raising children, you're raising children, they're children first, they're people first, they're your, you know, you're concerned with them. They took take a little extra attention sometimes, but what child doesn't? And my, voice, my advice is, you know, their person first, a part of their disability or their condition or whatever you wanna call it, is simply one part of a very complex person. We all are very complex people. And mm -hmm. this is just one aspect of their way of being in the world. So help them embrace it. Help them see the gift that they bring. I, I just love that. I, I feel like that it might be one of the most important messages that could be shared. And I think, like we say, an IEP is an individualized education plan, but it's exactly, it's in that word, individual. They're an individual. They're a person first. And I think you're so wise in saying, help them accept who they are and help them understand who they are and embrace who they are and find peace in that and understand that there's growth in our experiences and that as parents, we can help provide those growth promoting experiences while at the same time, accepting them right where they are. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. I love that you shared that message. Thank you so much, Shirley, for joining me today. For those of you that are listening, um, you can go ahead and follow me. You can find me on Instagram at navigating.the.spectrum and you can follow me there. And I share tips, tools, and resources. And I will actually drop this podcast um, there as well. And it will be found on all other podcast platforms. So thanks again, Shirley. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for having me today. Yeah.